0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another session of Dragon Mark Symphony here on Natural One Media on Twitch. Uh, I am your DM, Dylan. Uh, a little more dude this evening, a little under the weather, but we're going to power right through it. Uh, especially considering where we're at in the campaign—no uh, breaks as we hurdle forward uh, towards our destination of the capital city. Uh, if you recall, where we last left off our adventures after having. Uh, Recuperated a little bit, sort of regrouped uh, after exploring the abandoned uh, military keep nearby. Uh, they had some opportunities to uh, take watch over the course of the evening, uh, and everyone was able to get a full rest, uh, as well as some communication was able to happen uh, a few one on one chats and information being revealed uh, within those chats as well. Uh, a few dreams. Some good, some bad. Uh, and we all awoke in the morning uh, so that everyone could mount their horses and uh, take off, heading back towards the capital city with the expressed intent of uh, achieving two things. The first being delivering additional information that came from a ledger that was discovered inside of the keep uh, that could potentially lead to locating... The source of uh, some rogue warforges that had attacked uh, the lightning rail, which is a major uh, transportation service uh, throughout the continent of Corvair. The second being uh, their recently fallen ally Set, uh, who as of this time is unfortunately passed away. Uh, and so the hope is that in making an expeditious uh, journey to the capital city of Rote, Uh, They can find someone who is going to be able to resurrect Set um, before time runs out or before something else happens. Uh, And that is exactly where we had left off. Uh, Our adventurers had just taken off from the camp. Uh, I had Set uh, from the grave roll a d20 uh, to see whether or not the party was going to encounter anything on their way back home. Uh, and he rolled a ten. He rolled a ten. So, as uh as you all are traveling, um, the sun has broken. It is starting to rise. You're beginning to see a little more activity. Uh, it feels like uh, traveling along this dirt path that leads back uh due west there's every once in a while you'll see a person kind of traveling along the path most of them are on horseback or they're on carriage uh they don't pay you any mind um caspian is sort of leading the front of this trail of horses uh moving with great speed um real quick uh i'm trying to recall if we had established whose horse is Seth's body on currently
1: I don't know if we established that, or if they just kind of put me on my horse.
2: Yeah, we didn't establish that. But
1: if his body's not going to be on his horse, it'll be on mine.
0: Okay. If his body is not on, uh, on their respective horse... Then that horse would be being led by behind by another uh, player, so um, the it's it's essentially a case of you we're either gonna have set be on their horse, and then you'll have one of your team members is gonna be leading set horse, uh, or you'll have set placed on one of the horses, in which case, uh, that'll be two team members. Uh, one of them keeping an eye on Set, and one of them keeping an eye on Set's horse.
2: Like the cardboard cutout known as Set, or uh, yes. Oh, oh no, he's the dead body. Sorry, I,
3: I don't know why it's, <laughs> you're Set not Dax. That's dead. Dax the cardboard cutout. The
1: cardboard
2: That's cutout is.
4: Sets <laughs> <That's> a corpse. <laughs>
1: horse. Sorry.
0: Yeah, it's your um, decision as far as how you want to carry set, uh, whether you want to separate them from their horse or if you want to have them stay on their horse and then just have one person uh, leading leading said horse.
3: Yeah, we could just have whoever was the doubled horse person go on that. I'll
0: just have it...
1: Um, the double horse person?
3: Well, somebody... Wasn't there... Wasn't somebody riding with... Like, wasn't there two people on one horse?
1: Uh, um, That was... Being... You Because right? 'cause you're small enough to do that.
3: No, uh, no one, uh, no one had, no one had volunteered themselves to be on the horse with me. <laughs> so it was just me.
1: And so I don't, I don't think we had a double horse going into this then.
2: I thought we did. Yeah, everyone
1: had their own. Pretty sure we, everybody had their own. Gotta
4: get <laughs>
1: well. I it might you have been could... Dak and someone, but
0: Dak and Caspian.
1: I thought it was me. Man, I he had his own horse. He was talking yeah, to no. it. No. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Uh, no, I thought it was Nathaniel and someone.
1: Uh, so I, I believe I was on my own. Yeah, I think but, uh, I went uh, to
3: otherwise. Own horse. Well, other, cause otherwise, because we, yeah. otherwise, because at least what we can, yeah, what we can do is potentially, at least, just like like we can get it so that the reins are just tied to a horse in front of them I and mean, then anyway we'll do uh,
4: this
1: uh probably, bodies on my horse with the horse uh tied behind on the saddle. We'll
3: yeah, I was going to say we should put the horse though on the one with a person just in case something were to cause him to fall off someone could potentially catch him before he falls off. If he's, if he's just on the horse and it's just him and the horse, just like draped over, no, you no just, one could catch tie him. Tie the
1: ropes over. You hit him once and go. That's not going anywhere. And then I <laughs> won't fall off. Yeah,
3: as long as you say the words, you just have to specifically say. Now that's not going
2: anywhere. If you don't say it, it doesn't work.
0: Uh, so, the the horse trail uh, continues to march onward as the light uh, slowly rises in the sky. Uh, close to an hour passes, uh, with your only uh, accompaniment being um, stray travelers uh, on the trail themselves. Uh, as you are going by, there is a very small on horseback group of well almost appear to be like guardsmen uh who are traveling from rote uh who uh pass by as they pass by they all sort of make a quick like sort of like saluting motion to uh Caspian. Um he only gives them enough of like a curt nod before he continues riding along. Uh and these these guardsmen as you ride by they're all kind of like watching each of you as you go uh if you'd like you can make an insight check uh to see what they are uh what they're thinking of you as you go by
2: sure so you want to see what they think about your corpse Damn it, though. It's a stiff looking corpse. Uh, Insight
1: He's dead.
2: (laughs) Insight 19. What was the exact number? 19.
0: Uh, yeah, so you can pretty easily see that the guards, um, the two guardsmen at the front have their eyes on you, uh, they're watching, watching you as you go by, uh, the two guardsmen behind them are sort of, like, doing, like, a visual check on everybody as they go, uh, their eyes are, they start looking, everybody almost, like, making eye contact but then their their eyes travel down to check their like persons what they're wearing what they have on them their weapons things like that uh and then they're when they see uh set's body draped over the horse uh one of them turns to the other and whispers something in their ear that you're not able to catch as you're riding by uh, but they don't, I don't do this control. but i'm like you talking smack! <laughs> They, uh, they don't stop you, you're able to continue on your way. Uh, another hour or so passes, and you are finally able to see, uh, in the distance, you kind of loop back onto the same trail that you had taken initially, traveling two roads. And uh, you're able to, once again, see like kind of the large wall of the kingdom, uh, um, or the, the city, I should say, uh, in the distance, slowly becoming larger to you as you get closer. Um, again, nothing, nothing major seems to occur of note. Uh, eventually, after a little bit of time, you ride up to the wall. Uh, you are greeted by two guardsmen at the main gate. Uh, Caspian speaks to them really quickly in hushed tones. Uh, one of them reaches into their pocket and they pull out like a small, appears to be like a small little stone and they whisper into it uh before placing it back into the pocket uh the other one uh activates a few levers and with a loud like clunking sound the main gate opens wide uh allowing everybody to ride their horses back into the city of road itself uh you take a familiar path um deviating only slightly uh As you kind of loop around, crossing over the bridge, going over the small riverway, uh, that separates the Broken Blade Castle and the Citadel from the rest of the city, um, go over the bridge, immediately make for, uh, the back of the, the King Citadel, uh, as you do, you kinda of loop around the corner, and as you do, there are actually three uh three guardsmen waiting for you there. Uh two of them are female. One of them is uh taller, uh hair tied back in a ponytail, uh larger nose kind of protrudes a little bit, uh narrowed eyes. The other is a little more stout. Um larger eyes more expressive uh slight bit of facial hair along the uh the chin um and the the third guardsman who is male uh is wearing a helmet uh which they take off as you approach uh they also have you see on their back this really uh long it's almost like a scimitar style blade it's got like a curve to it uh so as as the horses stop and you all kind of approach and gather uh Caspian jumps off of his horse uh the middle guardsman steps forward and says is that the one yes we need to get them inside quickly uh the three guardsmen run forward and they are going to reach forward to actually grab set and remove set from the horse um, the two female Guardsmen each take one side of Set, uh, and they begin carrying him, uh, to a side door that leads back into the Citadel itself. Uh, Caspian goes to say something to the, the Middle guardsman, and he says, shh, no, wait until we're inside. We'll talk in there. Uh, and so he motions to the rest of you, uh, to follow. <laughs> I
3: like the idea that he didn't want to admit in like the sending that he sent before this or whatever, uh that like it was something supernatural. So like when the gr- the people whispered earlier, they're just like, I heard he was mauled by badgers. Uh,
0: the the dressings are remarkably clean for someone who was attacked by bees for several hours. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense.
3: Set the rogue. Killed by bees. <laughs>
0: uh but yes you are you are escorted into this sort of side door uh into the citadel the doors close behind you and you are immediately in a hall that you were not familiar with um this is not somewhere that you have been in the citadel yet uh led through multiple hallways uh you take a left take another left take a right um set uh and the two guardsmen or guardswomen rather that are carrying them uh they stop at a rather heavy steel door uh the door uh makes these like mechanical whirring sounds and then there's a large click uh the door swings open and the two of them bring set uh inside uh where they set uh <laughs> they set <laughs> them down <laughs> onto what appears to be a uh, like a type of gurney or a stretcher Uh, it's like this flat cloth, uh, platform with, uh, wooden wheels on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Uh, they lay them down flat, and then they take off with the gurney, uh, and the door is closed behind them, uh, leaving the rest of you back out in this sort of hallway that you've been in. Uh. At any point,
3: did they ask for my necklace?
0: No. Okay. The male guardsman um, turns to all of you and says, "Over here into a side room." Uh, motions you all. You head about thirty feet down the hallway uh, to a door that is on the right. Open it. You go inside and you enter into what appears to be uh, a almost like a medical amphitheater, uh, the type where uh, collegiates and students would go to. Uh, Similar to a lecture hall where they would go to see operations being done on a patient. Uh, There is indeed a large table in the middle of the room uh, that is beset with several large tomes and books, a small stack of scrolls. uh, Just more puns, huh? (sighs) There is uh, this very large cleared board uh, up against the far wall uh that has different like papers uh that have been like stamped and pinned to the wall uh they have these really complex diagrams on them if any of you like you can attempt to make a uh an intelligence check for me and see if you can kind of decipher what is on these these texts oh, oh why not intelligence
2: check I'm a curious gal
1: I rolled a three. What? Cop. <laughs> look at this! I'm gonna That's post right. this in the the chat so but you can see. I,
3: I can see it.
1: <laughs> oh, you can. Okay. If I look in the yeah. game
3: log, I can see it.
1: Uh, can see like the dice picture of the dice because it's messed up.
2: No, I mean no, the picture
3: seen... of the die just says three, though. So.
1: No, check this out. I post. I put it in the chat, but like. <laughs> oh, I won't see How it. I stuff. can tell That's you cheap. now. Yeah. Well, I can tell
3: you now. I'm not see. I'm not going to see it until the end of the session. Yeah,
1: no, of course it's fine. Um, so, uh, I, but, yeah, I rolled a three, so I, I could. I I uh, <laughs> don't probably find out too much. Right.
3: If it's uh, and if it's like a, if we're just adding intelligence, then yeah,
1: it's uh, eighteen. I also have an eighteen.
0: Okay. Uh, Johannes, you do not really understand. Like, it is a lot of like. Very detailed diagrams. A lot of what looks like equations. There's multiple languages going on here. Uh, very complex mm-hmm. stuff. We're talking like, you know, college, biology, advanced. College? Things that you, oh. uh, you have never once looked at or studied. Um, and you don't see a single thing there related to cooking, so that's no help. you go, chat. Uh.
3: I realized I could just pull yeah, it up on my phone. There you go, chat. Yeah, that's so that's what he saw. That's, that's what he saw. <laughs> uh,
0: the the other two, uh, you both of you pick up on different things. Uh, Silva, you notice a rather complex diagram. It is an anatomical diagram of some sort of. It is a bipedal creature. Uh, fish like in appearance or at least it's been drawn to have like it has these like protruding gills uh, the cranial structure is flattened um, yeah, we've got too many Sahagin so like, in this <laughs> <four>
3: full
0: <laughs> fins uh, one protruding from the back as well as fin protruding from the forearm uh, Yo, this is Sahagin
3: so we got too are... many in these shows <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are uh... oh connected man There's, like, a a sub-diagram drawn to the side of it that appears to be a diagram of, like, several large round organs, uh, and they appear to be, like, it is a diagram of the creature's lung system, uh, demonstrating how water is filtered through this lung system and then uh, produces a sort of, like, oxygen... That is then interspersed throughout the uh, throughout the rest of the the creature's body. Um, Nathaniel, you pick up on a long uh, listing. It is like a bunch of bullet points uh, next to a detailed diagram of an incision that was made on a boar or a boar-like creature. Uh, and it is noting uh, different areas of uh, where the the boar's skin tissue uh, has been affected. And it is noting the different types of lacerations that have occurred, including a deep laceration at the bottom left quadrant of the tear, uh, suggesting the use of a... Uh, Of a serrated blade or another type of serrated object uh where a claw would have left a cleaner incision at that bottom left portion of the hair so basically just brainstorming out the cause of a very specific wound on on this uh animal's body uh the guardsman closes the door behind them, uh, as you all are kind of ushered into this, theater, um, and he turns to Caspian, and he says, sir, um, I've, I've debriefed, uh, Joy and Ah on, uh, the, the, uh, the, the patient, uh, they're going to be taking them to, uh, Theater, uh, Theater C. Um, I'm I'm sorry, did, is there anything else that you could tell us? Are they, are they already dead? Is that true? Uh, Caspian turns to him, exasperated, and says, Yes, um, the, the patient in question is already deceased. There was an incident, uh, we were, uh, taking part in an investigation.
2: Is there the anyone that can hear goats. us from here, are
0: we safe? Uh, and the guardsman says, uh, sure, we, we were not followed. Uh, no one knows, uh, that we are here. This amphitheater is not to be used for the remainder of the day. Uh, it has been, um, charted. Uh, anyone who requests to use this amphitheater, uh, will see that it has already been requested for purposes. Um, and the door is locked. Thank you. Thank you. um. <sighs> Whew, okay. Uh my he kind of looks around everyone else. Um we uh as I said there, there was a uh there was an excursion that we were on this was part of an investigation. Uh how quickly can we uh be granted audience with three? Uh is Nebek here? Is Nebek as well? Um at that there is a there's a knock at the door. Uh you see the guardsman kind of stiffens up and says I'll I'll address it. Everyone stay here. Uh, and the guardsman moves towards the door. Uh this door doesn't have any kind of window on it, granted. So uh the guardsman moves to the door, leans into it, and says The amphitheater is in use, who is there? Uh and there's a response back. Yes. Yes, I'm aware it's in use. It's, uh, I'm here for for Captain Captain Durant. Is he here? Uh, Caspian sighs and says, that's Nebek. Uh, let him in. Let him in. Um uh, he's He opens the door. Never can tr- can't uh, trust and him. And you see, uh, Nebek, uh, who you had met previously, uh, walks in. Uh, he has a kind of a worried look on his face as he walks in and closes the door behind himself. Yeah, sorry if I give you a bit of a spook. Um, hello, hello, all of you. Oh, goodness, what is what is going on? Are you all okay? Is everything all right? Um, Caspian says yes, yeah. we're, we're all fine. Uh, Set has been taken away. They're they're moving him to another amphitheater to begin working with him. Have you heard anything from uh, Matthias? Is he going to be able to perform the procedure? Um, Nebec, I I haven't heard anything myself. Uh. Uh, I um, oh goodness, I'm I'm caught a flutter, uh, and he kind of fans himself a little bit. Um, Caspian, is it That's is it papers. true what you said? Is it true what you said? Was there a uh? Was there is is set unconscious? More yeah, than that. Yeah, it is just a
4: little edit, stiff.
0: A little, yeah. Thank you, Silva. Set, uh, set was beset upon by some sort of spirit. Uh, I can't tell you the exact details of what happened, but they are past being unconscious. They weren't breathing, no pulse. Uh, we believe them to be dead. That's why we need Matthias. We need a resurrection. Uh, you see at that Nebec, sort of, his face sours, and he says, a resurrection is a very serious bit of magic. Um, Your... Uh... Oh, goodness. You know, that's going to require a resurrection scroll, and those are not cheap. Yes, I know. Um, th- the sooner that we can have it happen, the better. I Have you... <coughs> Spoken with? Have you spoken three at all? Is it something that could possibly be underwritten as as part of the mission? Uh, is it possible for us to perform this without having to report it? Any of this that we're able to do without it appearing on official documentation? And at that, Nebic sort of tugs at his collar a bit. That is serious business. That. Usually, any time a resurrection school is performed on Citadel grounds, it has to be recorded. Especially if it was on Citadel business, which this was. They they were acting under the Dark items, were they not? Um, there was another d- knock on the door. Uh, Nebic and Caspian turn to look. Uh, Nebic says, "Were well, you expecting anyone else?" Caspian says, "No, I wasn't." Uh, at that, uh, like goes to the door and says, The is under use. Who's there? Uh, and you hear a voice that you're not familiar with. Uh, the voice calls out, Yes, I was summoned for a very urgent matter. I need to speak with Caspian. It's Matthias. Open up. Uh. Nevik so- stops for a moment and says, What color? What shape? There is a pause. The figure behind the door replies, Purple. Oval Nevik says, ha huh, well, thank goodness he's here. Uh and opens the door. Uh and in walks in a gentleman that none of you are familiar with. Very tall, dark in complexion, very dark. Uh long silvery beard. Uh that begins uh just under the ears trimmed and then comes straight down um the beard is sort of braided into like a clasp and that comes it continues to trail further down uh to a point where it is actually connected to this sort of like lock like this this like brass lock mechanism that is itself connected to the waist Uh, of these extremely long, uh, elegant purple robes. Uh, no hair on the top of the head. Uh, the, the figure takes these great strides into the room, uh, and is followed by, shortly followed behind them by another figure, uh, with this, like, large, uh, wild, uh, hair curly hair that kind of almost has like a flow to it, like the person was standing underwater. Um uh humanoid in appearance, uh slightly pale skin. Uh the two figures walk into the room. Uh the first figure with the beard, uh turns to you all and says Well my goodness, you haven't been here long and you've already caused a fair spot of trouble for us, haven't you? Uh, Caspian gives a sigh and says, Matthias, I am so sorry to bring you here like this. I know you have a lot of your plate, but this was urgent. We have... One of our recruits was taken, uh, over the course of what was supposed to be a simple, uh, a Simple mission, uh, and Matthias says, we "Yeah, yes, that does tend to happen a lot with Dark Lantern business. Wow. Now, does you are we all technically
3: recruits?
0: So it was, I can't hear you, Marshall. What was that?
3: Like, Are we technically recruits? That
1: <laughs> <laughs> <It> seems <laughs> to be what he's referring to you as. For the purpose of this conversation, we are. <laughs> well,
3: that's kind of what I'm gauging. I'm like. Are we technically recruits, or like we? Are we? Are we like gonna? Are we supposed to be truthful here? Like, what's the? What's our story?
2: We didn't go over our story. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Caspian says it's been multiple hours now since they fell. I'm afraid the simple revivify isn't going to do the trick. They're going to have to be fully resurrected. Uh, Matthias says, hmm, very curious. Were they physically in any way? What was the nature of the attack? Uh, Caspian says, well, it was uh, uh, spiritual, I suppose. A a ghost, some kind of specter. They attacked us. Um, Matthias turns and looks at you, Silva, and says, Anything that you're familiar with?
2: I mean, nothing directly. I've just always
3: known that spirits are able to wander around, given that they have existed in Thanalden for quite some time. Uh, but nothing I've seen as grotesque as that.
0: Grotesque, you say? Tell me more.
2: Well, it... Many of the spirits in Thalanis are... Well, at least slightly more incorporeal, brighter colors. This effectively just looked like a grotesque corpse. The only thing that seemed more truly spiritual would have been the suit of armor that walked on its own. Mm, So they
0: are capable of possession, then.
4: Potentially, did I guess. Did
0: they attack anyone specifically, or did it seem like they were just sort of going for anyone that was close to them?
3: It seemed that to do. It attacked m- multiples of us, I believe. Uh, I didn't think I. I don't. Was I targeted? I don't remember. The combat part seems like it was so long ago now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't recall off the top of my head if. Uh anyone besides like Caspian I think maybe triggering the first spirit in the armor well, some
3: of you but... yeah some of you were definitely attacked in the room with the armor um so at least I know but I was with like the, the main people that were outside like essentially up by this table like in the in the room was me and Johannes mm mm-hmm.
4: Outside the room. Yeah, Something like, we, like were that, the, yeah. we were by the we
3: were by the 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 table we put set down on was the nailed down one, right? Like the yeah. bigger table was the nailed down that one. That was where yeah, we did so we stuff.
0: The no the smaller one the is the nailed down you one. Placed, the table you placed set upon was the table on the left side. Uh the table yeah. on the right was the one that was nailed
3: down. Okay. But anyway, we were around there at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh we were somewhat searching and dealing with potential chair thing and then uh and then one and pop the the first ghoul popped
2: out of the so was set killed by the ghoul or the the armor sorry was um that was killed big, by the one. ghoul
3: right or the armor
0: it, the armor we took down the the ghoul the set dying happened uh near the end of the encounter uh, yeah, okay. When most of you had sort of reconvened back in the main yeah. room, and you okay. were facing off against Okay. Uh, now,
3: okay. I have, at least, I have, least I, I have at least a clear answer to give now. So, yeah. yeah, this this um, was
0: after the suit of armor had been dispatched.
3: Yeah, I at least just yeah, just so I could get a clear answer for what, or how I needed to answer this. So, well, it it initially had popped out towards me and and Johannes there, but um, so it yeah seemed like it wasn't necessarily. It didn't seem as if it was targeting any discriminately in any particular way. Um, I know Set had just moved forward, uh, probably to try to get behind it,
2: um, but uh, unfortunately it went for him first.
0: (laughs) I see. Did it happen to throw anything around the room by any chance?
3: I mean, chairs moved, but some of them seemed to move much farther or which within distinctly closer eyesight than would indicate that it threw it. Uh, but definitely there are moving chairs at some point, one following around Dak.
0: Did they uh, seem like they were protecting anything in particular?
2: No idea. In what They didn't come out of an area
3: that we found any suspicious aspects or things that we were looking for.
2: I can't see what that message is. By the way, so if it's important to, for me the, in the stream, I don't know what it
3: says, and I need to be told. <laughs> um, but otherwise, yeah. Um, no, it, uh, where the ghouls popped out of didn't have anything of import. Uh, the only things we found like the ledger or any of the the notes or anything were more seemingly if anything protected by that suit of armor described but these kind of ghoulish creatures uh weren't in that area or even where er they're from
2: that coming from that area seemingly they just came from the darkness
0: You see uh, Matthias and Nebik sort of look at each other, um, and there's like a bit of recognition between the two of them before they say it at the same time, Poltergeist. Uh, Matthias strokes his long beard. Yes, I do believe this was Poltergeist's play. But what were they doing at a key meant to be abandoned? Isn't well, that giving serious? that the
2: par- well, giving that
3: there was a corpse in a hole, I eh? am willing to bet it's not the only body that was remained there. Giving that, especially seemingly at some point, there was some type of sacrifice on some table.
0: Sorry, oh, what and a where?
3: <laughs> there was a table with a distinct amount of blood on it. Um.
0: No, 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 no. Go back a bit. You said something about a corpse in a hole.
3: <laughs> yes. It- seemed like it would have been originally one of those that you would use, I guess, as as he put it, uh, an escape hatch, but that like exists in these forts of yours. Uh,
0: so described in addition that better to the one we just carted off over there,
3: there was another dead body? Well, it was already a skeleton, so it's been there for quite some time. Mm.
0: So I can't revive that one.
3: No, neither did we bring it with us. <laughs>
0: Hmm. I can see why. I understand now.
2: <laughs> the partly rotted skeleton didn't seem, as I guess,
3: forthright to bring with us. And wherever this potential, what you know, almost sacrificial-looking table was, it uh, had dried up well by that point, and there was no body, other body, to be found.
0: Was At least on that floor,
2: on we didn't go further up. you we are
0: more. You've told me, you've told me about the blood stain. Was there anything else on the table itself? Books, <laughs> uh, ritualistic runes, uh, tablets. I don't believe
3: so. There was I don't to say. I don't. I don't have that written, so I don't believe so. I mean, any of you could obviously correct me, but
2: I don't believe there was. I believe it was just that.
4: Just the blood,
1: just just the like was it hexagonal, octagonal table, and just uh, blood. If
3: you're on, yeah, I was say if you're on, no, I was say not only Nathaniel's on that's funny. Uh, but yeah, so it was yeah, it was the oct- yeah octagonal table that was like right behind the knight.
1: Yeah, I think uh either I think what was it Dak that saw the. Uh, I think he was the first person
3: to Oh, the vision of the Uh, person
1: like getting attacked right next to the table, and that's why he was able to see like the blood splatter. I don't remember,
3: and I don't know if he necessarily uh, brought that aspect up. Um, and I don't know if he brought up that part of it.
1: I thought he mentioned it to Caspian, but I don't know, could also be wrong. Only Caspian, and that's a question only Caspian can answer, yeah,
3: (laughs) but um, uh
0: if i recall correctly he had not brought up that specific thing to Casper.
1: just the blood oh yeah stuff, he just probably. freaked out a lot
0: yeah <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think he had time as he tends to do, when, yeah, as he tends to do. Uh, shortly after that happened was when the uh everybody ended up having to move back out to the other rooms uh yeah. So, yeah
3: so at least uh no as far as i
2: know it was just this Dried up, bloody table.
0: That does not bode well at all. You have to be careful with poltergeists, you know. Curious things. They're not, uh, similar to your usual damned fare. Uh, they are more than capable of taking the souls of mortals and absconding with them. Off into the twilight. It's a good thing that that didn't happen. Otherwise, your friend would be boned. Just, just done. Just wrap it up. Go home. I'm. I like Matthias. I'm currently not a fan you of think that one. That didn't one. happen,
3: though. That's not. That's. You know, the the puns are well and good, but that one I am not a fan of. I was definitely also going. <laughs> I was definitely about to make the joke of. I know. I've played phasmophobia. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Nebic uh, kind of speaks up at this moment. Uh, okay, so, um, yes, well, we're looking at the poster, guys. The possibility was probably, a, uh, an attempt at a, uh, repossession of the soul. Uh, that's difficult. Uh, more than likely, what's probably occurred is the soul is still remaining inside of the body, but it hasn't been fully connected yet with the person. Um that's gonna be difficult, very right? Mm, yes. Uh, that would Why is require Doctor Frank? Because to to break to break kayfabe here, I am sick right now. Hey everybody, I'm sick. So I am wildly shifting back and forth between doing voices and not doing voices as I feel the strain on my my throat. So that's gonna keep happening. It's it, was it's right. it was
3: just. No, it's just specifically that his voice so some, just is very Doctor
0: Frankish. Like, go to a thirteen when I'm not attempting to do a thirteen. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> also, Nebic, as a character, gets into Frank. these Moments where he, <laughs> yeah, he he gets into these moments where like he'll get really excited about something, or he gets really intense about like just talking about something or not, analyzing something. And when he does, he talks fast. Like his, his speech picks up and it gets really reedy and like a little harder to understand. And then he goes, but fly
3: you. Because
0: <laughs> his normal voice isn't, you know, that crazy. It's, it's just a little, you know, a little sad. But when he's talking really fast, you know, he's going through everything, talking about all the notes, taking out all the details. You know, obviously it's a little more difficult to understand what he's trying to say. Like it's.
2: Oh, well,
4: I follow.
0: <laughs> anyway, we're getting enough tangent. <laughs> uh, so now kind of confirms like yes so that will require a true resurrection in order to bring your friend back and even if Matthias can do so that is no guarantee that they're going to come back the same <clears throat> way anytime somebody is brought back uh, from any sort of death there tend to be lasting repercussions involved uh, they may not remember who they were. They could come back significantly weaker than before. They could lose some of their senses.
3: Uh, Please just come back in a way that doesn't require us to change your art. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a very good question, a One. Um, well, interesting question.
2: <laughs> Most of those were fine. Uh, the other the, side the... <laughs> That, like, you come
3: C- back Caspian... as an orc.
4: Caspian. <laughs> my character up.
1: looks the exact same, though. Totally
0: different. <laughs> Caspian speaks up and says, "I am Tess." Can we for sure keep this off the books? Is that going to be a problem? Uh, the guardsman speaks up at this point. Says, "No, we can." We can, but there's complications with that. Uh so normally the usage of any of these scripted scrolls uh that are here at the Citadel, uh, of course requires uh payment. Uh there is a co-payment by the Citadel, uh, which means that there has to be a uh receipt. Uh anytime that a scroll is used and the authorization of a scroll is done, uh that information is recorded for, uh, our secretary as well as for our future records, which means if we use the resurrection scroll on this person, it will be in the records as having occurred. Furthermore, uh, obviously, uh, using any of these scrolls takes away from the, uh, well the the citadel's funds uh there is a cost to be paid uh as a result the all scroll usage has to be recorded, and additional information is provided to the treasury and so uh yes n- normal circumstances uh the usage of a resurrection scroll like this would absolutely be on the books as it were uh we could in theory uh Record the transaction, as it were, uh, as being under a different spell uh, to uh, uh, to sort of mask uh, what it is that we're doing here. But the problem with that is that the monetary cost uh, would have to match that spell, uh, which means that there would be a discrepancy and any good treasurer is going to uh, figure that out, so to speak. Uh, Caspian sort of nods and is like, okay, so we use a fake name, and we use a fake spell, but the cost still has to be the same so that the bookkeepers don't notice anything suspicious. That sucks. Um, what was the monetary amount again for a resurrection scroll? Uh, Nebic says, <laughs> uh, yes, well.
3: We ask for We ask for Let's just ask for a scroll of Finger of death They'll never guess that we it To actually bring someone back to life
0: (laughs) They would if they had one Uh... No you can't
3: Actually in fact you can't
0: Nebik says yes Well about that Um A resurrection scroll taken from the citadel specifically for usage. Uh, well. The, the king's wands, uh, thankfully actually do have precedence where they have requested these scrolls, uh, for our work. Uh, the bad news is that they are normally a cost of, uh, let's see, what was it? Um, 750 gold pieces? Uh... Which, unfortunately, I'm not entirely sure, unless uh, some of you are of the wealthier persuasion. Uh, I don't believe any of you have. Uh, Caspian box at this and says, 750 pieces. God in heaven, 750 pieces. Are you kidding me? They're going to We're... notice that immediately. That's a major red flag.
1: Damn it. Uh... Where Dax speaks so up, it's like, oh, I got it. My horse gave me this money. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, I've my,
3: been using my, it as a paperweight this whole time! My horse told me that I could get gold this way. <laughs> Always <laughs> listen to the horse. Pure the red.
0: <laughs> let, um, me just, let me just check uh, my blockchain real quick and see how I'm
3: I think I got some NFTs hanging around here. Got this
0: NFT spare. is a Dear god. That's I've got some spare, <laughs> uh, spare Bitcoin hanging around.
3: <laughs> well, what are... I mean, I guess I can't help with the cost factor, but do you know of other spells that are at that level? That maybe you could... That would seem slightly less innocuous?
0: Uh Matthias speaks up. We can... We could put it under any other name, absolutely. The problem is that part of that cost is the actual component in addition to the scroll. Mm. You see, normally a scroll, in its nature, would allow us to cast a spell uh, without the need of most material components, but... Well, for God's sakes, this is resurrection we're talking about, we're bringing someone back from the dead. And that is infinitely more complex than, say, casting a Spireball or you know,
3: oh, right. But for the component,
0: removing aspect, a, a a mess that has been made,
3: right. But with the component aspect, weren't you going to use
2: this? So I just kind of hold
0: up the, you know. Uh, Caspian says yes. Yeah. Um, Matthias, could you take a look at this real quick? Uh. Silva so actually discovered this—the the hole that she had mentioned before. She she found this, um, and Matthias goes, "I do believe." He strokes his beard. It's a necklace, but if you allow me to take a closer look, it could be something even. I took more. it off
3: for a reason.
0: Oh, nice, man. My, my man. Matthias. Uh, oh,
1: Matthias is so good. <laughs> yeah.
2: Dad had,
0: he and he takes takes a takes Dak... it in his hands. Dad had, is it still it invisible?
1: No, it's well, it's yes, uh, but it's covered it's in ink. The,
0: it's got the ink on it, so at this point, it's got like these like splotches of ink that's covering <laughs> most of it, so it's enough that it can be very visible. Seen.
1: Gotcha. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> it's you can see that it is that it exists, but yes, its real look is invisible, as I will note the fact uh, that. Yes, it is so invisible Mathai- at the Mathai's moment. Kind of, <laughs> Matt believes in, it and to be Kyber. He
0: analyzes it. and He takes a look at it. Uh, he says, "Was this covered in ink before or after you found it?"
3: After. <laughs> it was the only way very, that I could see it.
0: Very wise of you. I am impressed, young one. Uh, and he uh he Hopefully is it took us three analyzing episodes. it. He says, "All right." That's what got so... me inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Hypercrystallis. interesting. Uh, there is a glass here that's interesting. Uh, can't see anything that's behind the glass. It's half full and half empty. <laughs> um, there's some other inscriptions here I can't quite make. Oh, just just a moment. Uh, and he, uh, he reaches down with a hand. And he undoes the sort of, like, clasp that is, like, securing the the end of his beard to his waist. Um, he undoes the clasp, and as he does, the beard swings forward and loose. And What fashion reaches... choice is that?
4: <laughs> he, uh,
0: Elegant one. Hold he out. takes <laughs> a moment, and he, with one hand, reaches into the beard and begins kind of, like, shuffling around <laughs> inside of it. Uh, seemingly right, digging Jay. around for something. <laughs>
1: dimension beard. Your, your
3: goal in life now has to be to get your beard long enough that you use it as part of like, as part of like a wallet clasp.
4: You <laughs> act
1: as if that, that wasn't my plan all along. <laughs> my actual goal is to wear my beard as a belt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, he, he's reaching around in the beer, digging through, kind of whispering to himself, no, oh, yes, it's no, it's not quite right. Oh, there! And he pulls out something, closest real-world equivalent, I could say, something like a sextant, or, like, a compass. Uh. Was saying, what was that? A, what was that first a, word? <laughs> a sextant. It is an instrument for measuring the position of stars. Oh, yeah.
3: I'm sure it's an instrument for measuring something. <laughs> Hey-o!
0: It is. Yes, thank you, Marshall. Uh. So. <laughs> so he pulls out this weird device that has, like, multiple angles to it, uh, and, like, lines scrolled across it, uh, takes it, sets it on the, the, uh, the necklace, kind of looks through, like, a tiny little round glass on it, says, yes, mm-hmm, I see, okay. Interesting. Uh, there is a crystal inside this. I don't know if you knew that, but there is a crystal in here. It could be a kyber crystal. Uh, Caspian says, "No shit. A re- like an actual kyber crystal. What's it doing inside of that necklace?" Uh, Matthias says, "I'm not sure. Certainly corresponds with the name scribbled on the side there, and there is a particular magical energy radiating off of this. I, I would hold on to this if I were you. Um, I don't know that we're gonna be able to use this in the resurrection. I'm afraid." It's not that type of crystal. But it could be useful for something. I would not lose this. Um, And he's going to hand it back to you.
2: Right. Well. I guess that makes... that That is unfortunate, unfortunately. But.
0: Yeah, so... As I mentioned before, we we can we do have a resurrection scroll available to be used. the The big matter is going to be the material cost and the uh, the component cost because even with the scroll, we will need a. Um, this is the part where Dylan's mind goes blank. Uh, a a material to channel the actual magic through. Um, something else. any Anything else like a diamond? Anything of that sort? Uh, it kind of looks to you all. Do you, any of you have any other rare gemstones? Diamonds? Anything with arcane properties? <laughs>
2: uh...
1: No. Oh. Oops. No, I got nothing. As my players think, I their inventory, uh, I don't think my brooch would, to uh, uh, would qualify.
3: <laughs> I, say, I only
2: have my. The, the only crystal I do possess is my actual. Like, focus. There is a.
0: Uh... The figure that was that's been standing behind Matthias, uh, for most of this time, uh, pipes up at this moment. <clears throat> Excuse me, and says, "Gosh, Matthias, is it, is it really that, that bad? I, not even a scroll is gonna do it. I mean, come on, look at these guys. They, I don't think they've got a lot on them. These poor people have been through a lot today. You know, these are the same people that came off of the the lightning rail, right?" Uh, Matthias turns to them and says, Yes, yes. Quite a busy." That's kind of
3: like my... a moment where I kind of like put my head in my hands. And I'm just like, Oh
0: my
2: god, that was a one day.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh I'm god. It sure was very, very unfortunate for you. I'd love to be able to help further, but it's going to be enough just casting the spell in and of itself. We have to have these components and the monetary cost to make it happen. Uh, We could run it otherwise, but... And he kind of gestures to Caspian, and Caspian says, otherwise, somebody notices the discrepancy, we're found out, and it results in a lot of additional paperwork for the Citadel, and most Um, likely means I lose my job.
2: Okay, so
3: other question. Is the concern of losing your job only if you you try to lie about it? Because what if you don't? Why are
2: you trying to hide it?
0: You have to understand, this specific operation was conducted under the Dark Lanterns, and the Dark Lanterns are not representative of the entirety of the King's Citadel. This is an operation that other divisions are not supposed to be aware of or not supposed to
2: know about.
0: This wasn't supposed to happen. If it ends up on the books, that means people who aren't supposed to know about it will be able to be made aware of it. And I made a promise that I was going to bring all of you back safe. Clearly, I was not able to fulfill that promise.
2: Right. So. so despite that you apparently are an organization that
3: you must do things without other organizations knowing, the only way you can do anything else is to then tell other organizations.
0: Well, for God's sake, Stova, we could also steal the scroll, but I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to ask any of you to do that. That's stealing. That's theft.
3: You're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is how we transition up. into Dragon <laughs> Mark Symphony. Crew <group> pulls eyes.
0: <laughs> uh, Matthias speaks up. Yes, and plus also that would be very difficult. Not impossible. in order to do yeah, that, but you'd have difficult. to break into the bank using the code six three twenty two at the cover
1: of the night, disable these two guards here. <laughs> but
3: only it's like the it's like the it's like the the whitest kids you know, <laughs> like a <the> president video. <laughs> <laughs> I would never tell you. I would never tell you to kill the president, (laughs) or how to. I would never be able to legally tell you how to kill the president from this specific balcony across the street.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That video is so good. Uh,
0: The the figure behind Matthias uh, speaks up again. Guys, uh, honestly, let's let's not entertain the thought of stealing a resurrection scroll from the citadel. Let's, we're 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 losing the the thread here. the The point is that we want to make sure that that uh that our friend Dak is okay. Uh, and with him saying that, you Set. recognize. Hang on, uh, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a mulligan here. You realize as, uh, this person says this, that you recognize this person, uh, you've spoken with them previously. The- you recognize the wild, uh, brownish-reddish hair, uh, the somewhat tall stature, the humanoid face. Uh, you recognize Trist, it's um, motherfucker. who you had spoken with at the Winchester Scythe, uh, not but a day or so ago. Um, And so Caspian, Caspian yeah. says, "What are you? What are you suggesting, Triss? What do you mean?" Uh, Tris says, "Guys, this is honestly, if if the question comes down to a monetary cost, I am more than happy to front the bill." Okay, these brave, wonderful people have been through so much in the past twenty four hours. I can't possibly see them become destitute. After they've just gone through so much senseless tragedy, I, I will pay for the scroll. Cassie. I will,
3: while he's talking, like it's while he's talking, I'm going to lean over to either whoever, or inherently if they're next to each other close enough or whatever, to either Johannes or Nathaniel. Just lean
2: in and be like, Has he been here the entire time? <laughs> I don't know. Kind of seems like he has been. Was he? Because I so, thought yeah, it was so just I, supposed to be. Uh, I thought it was just supposed to be us. The captain, this doctor, and. Uh, sorry, it was. Because it was the two Citadel people. It was. It's Dr. Frank. And
1: Nevik and Matthias.
3: Yeah, Nevik and Matthias. Thank you. Yeah, it's just.
1: I think he came in with Matthias. Okay, but did he?
0: Matthias, Matthias. Just for future. But Matthias. did he? <laughs> but did he? He. Because I don't... I described it. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. I. I, I, I really
3: did not remember you saying it.
0: I see where you're going. I want to clarify for you. Okay. Uh, thank I you. did describe. I did describe uh, Trist following <clears throat> uh, Matthias into the room. Um and standing okay. standing with him but.
1: I'm more um, surprised that Caspian knows who Trist is.
3: Yeah, I'm I kinda wanna then instead
1: yeah,
2: from huh? that from that then I'm gonna kinda I'm gonna kinda lean in and be like oh, sorry. why is his name escaped to We've been with him the whole time. Why has his name escaped me? Caspian. What's
3: Caspian. Okay. Um I kinda of lean to Caspian and just kind of kind of flutter up so I'm more closer to his ear and whatnot. Uh
2: and just kinda of like um Can I take your ear for a moment?
0: Um uh yeah, I suppose he kind of looks around and uh, Trist is like, oh, go, go, by all means. All right, let me, let me, let me talk with these two here for a moment. Like, m- motioning to, to Nabic and Matthias. Um, and yeah, Caspian will kind of lead you sort of away from the rest of the group.
2: Okay, we'll kind of set up. So. Okay, so there's... How do you know Trist? What do you know of Trist?
0: Oh. Oh well I mean he's he's been in the the city for quite some time now i don't oh. I don't work with him i i I can kind of see where this question is leading. Trist is a major benefactor for several businesses throughout the city. He's an appreciator of the arts, I guess I would say I, I'll be honest we don't we don't always get along. I find him a bit pretentious for my taste, but he means well. And um, if he's here, it's probably because he wants to help. A- and he... I did know that he was going to be here. D- don't worry. Um, he and Matthias less. actually had previous business beforehand. So
2: That part is less my concern. What is my concern is that the last time I saw Trist, he was, at one moment, calmly sitting at a table with Sandy Crodwell, and the next he was not, and you've, you've been uh, over the past day,
3: you, or at least while we were, you. maybe you have, no, maybe you potentially noticed, but
2: at least I noticed while we were in the queue that while maybe not the most quick to put everything together, we are a fairly perceptive group, and for let's just say a very a very
3: broad man such as sandy Crodwell <laughs> is not one Sorry. to just suddenly as- you... le- uh, disappear out of nowhere he gives,
0: he gives you kind of like a like a bit of an inquisitive look. Do you mean crodstock? The majority holder in the Winchester Scythe. sandy Crodstock that's who you're talking about right it's got to be
3: I don't know the the name I was given that day was crodwell
0: <laughs> was was he drunk when you met him by any chance
4: <laughs>
2: yes,
0: yeah, that'll explain it yeah that's uh that's sandy crodstock um
2: I'll, i i like i'
0: met I've met crodstock previously I haven't had a lot of dealings with him the ones I have had weren't. The most pleasant. Uh,
3: He didn't appear the most nimble to just suddenly disappear, however.
0: Sorry, what was- what do you mean disappearing? What are you talking about?
2: Uh, he was sitting with Trist at one point. Okay. And then he was suddenly
0: not. Do you suspect foul play?
2: I talked to Trist for about five minutes. Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So yes. (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Listen, I.
2: Look, I may not be the best with riddles, but you, you know what?
3: I do find myself <laughs> to be somewhat insightful of people.
0: Sorry, did you did you see him doing anything suspicious? Well, C- I definitely I've also noticed to Trist, and he's a bit of an enigmatic sort.
3: I noticed something set was off put
2: of, but I don't know what. Okay, never mentioned it. But after we spoke with him, he
3: was very quiet. <laughs> Which, while wasn't the most abnormal, it was a different kind of quiet.
0: <laughs> it was less different of from what you're used to with him.
3: It wasn't like a, I don't want to talk to you type of quiet that it originally was. It was a, I don't <laughs> have anything to tell you at this moment kind of quiet.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. How about this? He kind of looks over his shoulder.
3: Mostly okay. your face. That kind of changed it.
0: Silva, so, so, hang on.
3: I figured at first it was just because... You know? Chris is just kind of eclectic that way. Maybe it was just weird. But then when he disappeared, I put, kind of put two and two together a little bit.
0: Silva, here's here's what I think we should do.
3: Not go in debt Once. <laughs> to someone <laughs> yes. like that.
0: Yes. and Well... I'm trying At to think of us. another option. Um, listen. However we
2: bring Set back, if and
0: when we do, the first opportunity we have that we are able to get Set alone, we will ask them directly. It sounds like they may have seen something or heard something that spooked them and you clearly picked up on it. So, the first opportunity that we get, we will ask them directly. I can't work off of what you've given me, unfortunately. It's not enough for me to open any kind of case or an investigation, but I'll certainly keep my eyes peeled.
3: Yes, no, it is...
4: Let's,
2: you know, let's say I'm they do to a good friend of mine's. Uh, own dealings, I've I've seen it in the past, where you know sometimes people do something for you,
3: really expect it to be a favor, and it just and inherently, even if it's not the most, even if it isn't the most well spoken for citizen you can still do it have a favor then do, do the favor back and while it may not be the most pretty you know
2: maybe it's you know it's, you know gray in the gray area if you will at
3: least it's not like the most the worst thing you could do it's not murdering someone
0: but you so, never uh, know <laughs> Silva, let me put it this way. All of you are in this situation because I brought you into this situation. If there's any kind of terms that Triss decides he wants to introduce as far as making this payment, I will take those. I'm not going to, as he just said, the. The last thing we want to do is consign you all to a lifetime of debt just because of a mistake that I made. That's ridiculous. I will shoulder any burden that comes from this.
2: Right, that's fair. I just mostly... wanted to make my concerns... They're noted. Believe me.
0: Let's rejoin the others. We'll see what exactly they've uh, come to agree on while we were yes. away.
2: Hopefully, if I'm lucky, uh, Johannes
3: and Nathaniel have eavesdropped on them.
0: Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, with the group. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the two of them had stepped away, uh, Trist uh is kind of looking the rest of you over uh and says, oh, honestly this is uh this this oh, this is this is horrible. I can't I can't stomach the idea of any of you having to give any more of yourselves when you've already had to give so much. What what happened exactly, Nebik what? talk like a politician. <laughs> Did, didn't they go on like a mission or something? What what happened? Uh and Nebik says, Yes, they went on a very important mission. It's classified. I can't give you any details on it. Uh, but yes, they went on a mission and things went a little awry. Uh, and Trish says, yeah, I'll, I'll say clearly, um, but my gosh, I mean, you, you people have just been through such a horrible event. Seriously, I'm, I'm not, I'm not telling any falsehoods here. I will put the bill on this. 750 gold. I can make that happen. I'll pull a few strings. I'll make that work. And and if you need a gemstone, I can supply you with a gemstone, too. Matthias, uh, says, it's very generous of you. Uh, I would assume most of that money would go towards your theater thing. Uh, and he says, I mean, yes, of course, I'm always saving money for the scythe, but sometimes desperate times call for desperate measures. And what good is, you know, building up all these grand riches if I can't use them for the betterment of helping people. Look, I recognize an opportunity.
2: (laughs) Thanks, Elon.
0: (laughs) Listen, I recognize an opportunity to put my money towards good when I see one. Please don't be humble on this. Just take the money, all of you. I won't ask for any favors in return. I swear. There's no. There's no need for that.
2: <laughs> uh.
0: Do do well. Bennett's taken off again. Um. <laughs> Nathaniel, is or anything that you uh you have to say here. Or?
2: And I find myself indebted to you. Never got to thank you properly for the food you gave us.
0: Oh, well, guys, on that... Same thing with that. Uh, Guys, there was never any intention of collecting on that. Uh, A meal is a meal. It was a welcome. I wanted to introduce you all to our wonderful city. Uh, Obviously, you can see the circumstances haven't been ideal. I don't... The last thing I want to do is chain you up with uh, all this extra worry when you've clearly had enough to go through.
2: That's very much appreciated.
0: Johannes, is there anything that you wanted to uh, say as well?
2: Um,
1: After I don't believe so. Johannes, no not really. Johannes is kind of sit, taking the backseat on this one. I'm still kind of he's still kind of unnerved by like what Caspian said to me at the campfire.
2: Oh, sure.
0: Um, the guardsman kind of speaks up. I mean, if we're going to, that's that's a very generous offer. Uh, from, from, from Mr. Cassidy. um, I, I am going to need an, an official, uh, official statement of, of payment if we are going to do this, so, I suppose you'll all need to agree, uh, on, on Mr. Cassidan's terms. Uh, and Triss speaks up again and says, it's, there's, there's no real terms to be had, give me the paper, I will sign on the dotted line, whatever we need to do to bring their friend Dak. Back. Honestly, let's wow, let's get these people healthy. back on their merry way.
1: The first time I, I have questions like, "No, wait, oh, right, right, right." <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, Dax super uncomfortable, right? Now, to remind
0: almost. everyone and to remind the audience. Oh uh, yeah. The last time <laughs> yeah. they had met, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Set used Dax's name. Uh and Dak was uh <laughs> acting under the impression uh that Nathaniel of course was his uncle. Uh but,
4: yeah. <laughs> but, but he didn't I say, well, he didn't cut was because well he's cardboard cutout is silent for a the, reason.
3: The
1: guards don't know him like that way. It's just Trist. <laughs> yep, it's only Trist. Everyone else knows Set as Set.
3: Set. And yep. Dak is Dak.
1: <laughs> yep. Because so otherwise, they are all probably
3: we have very referred confused. to them by name, so Caspian <laughs> would have had to have, like, if that's how Caspian so they... knew it, then he would have put some shit together at this point. It's
4: so going so, great so there's if there is
1: some terms there. to this. Like, the fucking fine print is Dak owes me his life.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, like, sneaks it in there.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Arcane so ink. <laughs> At this point, this is when uh, Silva and Caspian you sort of rejoin this conversation as it's happening, um, and uh, Tr- everybody kind of looks to you all. Triss looks like, so uh, every everything okay? Everything all right?
2: Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, it is. It is fine. I uh, just a small personal concern. Um.
0: Caspian didn't rough you up too much, did he? He can be a bit of a hard ass sometimes.
2: To you. I may not plug it, but I have, I have at least, a, I have at least other,
3: another. I have other ways of experience over, and I can, I can handle them for sure.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so um, well, I I was just telling the rest of the group here that. I am more than happy to pay the 750 gold pieces that are going to be required and provide the gem. Um, no strings attached, I promise. it. I, I know this seems out of the blue. Uh, I'm technically still a stranger to you all when you really think about it, but... I don't know, I've just really taken a shine to all of you, and especially to Dak, it, you know? I... 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 I'm still debating whether or not I I should correct So, (laughs) So as he says this, Silva, what you're going to pick up on because you're standing right next to Caspian, you're going to pick up on Caspian's face like like there's like a slight like furrowing of the eyebrows and like a tilt (laughs) of the head like
3: Yeah, I feel like I should just for even Caspian's sake. Uh also I don't want any like name thing to be part of the spell and then it gets fucked up. <laughs> this is my major yeah. this is my that's thought a, process, that, so I'm just acknowledging that's a good here. Point. That's uh, a very good point. So I'm Bring gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it because it's proper. Also set someone who initiated and Dak has just said, you know, he just went along with it because he's a fucking neurotic mess. They do, <laughs> neurotic-ness.
0: I, just, fine. <laughs> they do uh, the spell and Dak just like apparates five feet over to the side. <laughs> um did you we did it. Trist,
3: I do have to correct you on something. Um
0: Yeah, what's up? What's up, uh s- Miss uh
3: Silva, if you recall. Um, yes,
0: yes, that's right. Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, unfortunately our fallen comrade set had played a bit of a goof on you and we had met you. Uh as you could potentially guess is there.
0: <laughs> He's right there on, so.
3: <laughs> right about that. So, that are you a jokester?
0: Is that is that what I'm hearing from her? Well, so that is prank? Dak. <laughs> is all of this a prank? Is anybody like is is this actually a joke? To, like, I like get me to. Pay I
3: I go to kind control? of from like trying to are be like doing? cordial to like very immediately straight face. Just be like, yes, that is is dead.
0: Caspian's like, what's go? What is going on here? What? Are- Sorry, I'm confused now.
3: Yes, like as I mentioned, set being who, kind of, I guess, being who they are, or whatever, or whatever they were after the whole incident. They, they oh. essentially decided to, uh, probably play oh. play oh. Kurt.
0: Oh. oh, I understand. I I figured it out. Okay, so that's <laughs> set in the other room. This is Dak. And this is Dak. Okay, everyone. Everything
3: Dak mentioned otherwise was true in terms of, or at least correct to record is. Oh, oh, I'm sure it was. It is just, I, I, I it is just the it. names got swapped around because I guess set decided it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, listen, I, I understand. I, I am fully. Uh, listen, I've been known to pull a gag or a goof myself from time. I totally get it. Uh, and again... Dude, how petty
3: would he be go. if he like just went like, I'm leaving. <laughs> this
1: is bullshit.
0: You to give me the wrong name? <laughs> I'm on candid camera. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bring
1: out Aston Kutcher. <laughs> um, Guys.
3: I felt it's important <laughs> to make note of that. Specifically, no, even it, for your sake, but Matthias, or whoever is Matthias, going to potentially Matthias casting says, the spell, that you get Matthias, the name right. Uh,
0: <laughs> Matthias is, like, re his beard, uh, the end of the beard, back onto the, uh, the belt loop on the waist there, um, and says, Yes, th- thank you for clarifying the name of the dead body. Yes. Much appreciated. I now think that we know who... It may be
3: important for the spell. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now that we know who Damien is and who isn't, um are we going to be going forward with the uh the initiation of the scroll? It's okay, yeah, so otherwise... hard to play this character with a straight face.
2: <laughs> otherwise, yes, I'm fine. Uh
0: Trist says, Okay, great. This, uh, is you, the, so this is inherently on you. The let's Say this is inherently the decision
3: this. of you let's, all. The lantern.
0: Let's 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 do this. Let's get this done. I, I don't like the idea of set uh, having to to wait out there any longer than they already are. Um, I'm sure they're not exactly having a great time themselves, wherever it is that their mind is currently traveling or however the hell that works. Um. Nebek at that, he just kind of gives like a. Uh, um, so the guardsman produces a a parchment, uh, with a, like a lot of detailed information on it. it. Says, "All right, if you sign here, initial here, that will designate that the usage of the resurrection scroll was done here on Citadel grounds with your express permission, uh, and we will have uh, Caspian. You'll sign as well." Uh Caspian takes the quill and he signs. Uh all of you are able to see uh that he is signing under a fake name. Uh he signs it uh Dak <laughs> Lenovo <laughs> That's pretty good. That'd be pretty good. Uh he signs it Lenovo uh Ethereum.
3: My god, guys. He's a computer. computer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Lenovo, Ethereum. Uh, and then hands the parchment over to, uh, to Trist, and Trist takes the quill.
2: Make no comment about the the name.
0: (laughs) Uh, hands the quill over to the guardsman. The guardsman says, alright, excellent. Mm. Um, We'll get, this, uh, we'll get this sent away. Uh, that should verify the usage of the scroll. Uh, the passage will be unlocked. Uh, Matthias, let me escort you over to the amphitheater. We'll retrieve the skull so that you can actually perform the magic. Uh, Secretariat, and at that, the, uh, the quill in his hand comes to life. Uh, animates, sort of moves around through the air. Uh, the guardsman says, uh, Secretariat, can you... Please uh, escort this scroll to the second level. Uh, it needs to reach Brodson, Uh right away. And the, the quill kind of shakes in the air a bit. And then the quill and the scroll magically levitate into the air and shoot off uh, and down the hallway. Um, and so you are left sort of sitting in the, the amphitheater. Uh, and Trish says, great. What happens now? What do we, what do we do? Do we do we break for lunch? What do, where do we go? <laughs> um Caspian says we need to act professional and cordial. We don't want to arouse any suspicions. Uh you all motioning to the party. You all are gonna be coming with me. Uh we are going to take you to uh one of the first floor chambers, uh, to have regular uh house healers take a look at you. Make sure everybody's okay. Um, going to give you all a rest, honestly. Uh, we have proper beds, we have chairs. We're all going to sit down, we're going to take a moment and just relax. Um, Nevik, I believe you are going to be escorting Matthias. Uh, and Nevik says, yes, uh, I'll be leaving with Vron uh, and Matthias. We're going to head straight to the amphitheater. Hopefully we are not too late and we can perform the procedure successfully. Um, all of you, please wish us luck. Uh, I'm so sorry that we haven't been able to meet under kinder circumstances. Uh, but hopefully we'll have news for you very soon. Um, and Matthias says, yes, um, or sorry, not Matthias, uh, Trist says, yes, and I should be taking my leave as well. Uh, business calls. I need to be making my way back to the Winchester. I actually had some important meetings set up for today. This has been fun. Sort of. I, I don't know. Uh, it's awkward. Um, but I really wish you all the best. I'm praying that Set will pull through. Please let me know as soon as possible what the results are. Uh, I'll try to get back here as quickly as I can. Hang in there, okay? Matthias is a top-notch wizard. He's one of the best in the land. Um, I'm sure that he and Nebik will be able to make a miracle happen. We can only hope for the best. Uh, Good day to you all. And he makes a slight curt bow uh, and exits the room. Um, And Matthias and Nebek will turn and follow him out. uh, So that all of you are just left in the room with Caspian. Uh, Caspian sits down in one of the chairs and lets out just a great big sigh, puts a hand on his head.
2: There's still so many ways that this can go wrong. Yeah. It Doesn't do us much good to think on them, though, does it?
0: Right. Um.
2: Adis has a point.
0: Let's let's. Out of our hands now. Sooner the better. Let let me get you back topside so that we can take a moment. We'll, we'll wait in a more secure location. Uh, and he is going to lead you all out of this amphitheater. Um.
2: Meanwhile. Set. Yes. Is this where we dramatic irony learn that they're doing things to him?
0: Set. You rolled a ten. Yes. That 10 was not just a check in relation to how your team members fare as far as returning back to the capital city. It was a check for you as well. And you rolled a 10. You are wheeled into this amphitheater uh, on a gurney. Uh, You are surrounded by healers and people who you have never met before in your life. Uh, And you, 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 are not perceiving any of this. Uh, This is more so for the sake of the players at large. Uh, You, you... Perceive only the slightest of colors, the vaguest of shapes, uh, the fairest of hues that move slowly and twist and fade. Uh, you see before you nothingness that has form. And it fades in and out of what you can only really conceive of as in is inescapable immeasurable black you have no senses you you cannot see beyond this there is no hearing no taste no smell no touch you do not feel your body uh connected to you um and you are incapable of thought uh outside of the perception that there are times when the vast expanse around you uh makes alter uh what is going to happen now is that i'm going to conduct a series of rolls uh These roles are actually being done by matthias uh as well as the other healers that are aiding him in attempting this resurrection spell. It is entirely possible for them to fail.
2: Mm-hmm. <sighs> Nervous, just no, just a little nervous. Jeopardy. Getting very nervous. Set. <clears throat> the vast expanse of blackness ahead of you
0: is something where before you couldn't possibly perceive any kind of physical presence to it. You are able to make out from the corners of your eye that what you are looking at is flat. And it is physical. It is real. Very slowly, you begin to see vibration along this flat surface. A physical plane laid out before you, inky black,
2: begins to change. It becomes blue. The space W-W-A. above you, similarly, blue, though a different shade. The area ahead of you,
0: a fog, grays and black and yellow, <clears throat> mixing and intertwining with each other.
2: The fog is real.
0: Even though it appears to be miles ahead of you, you feel it in your lungs, in your nose, in your
2: mouth. It burns away at your eyes. A face that you don't have and cannot conceive of yet. Sweats. A torso
0: that doesn't exist. Rocks below you. Legs
2: connected to feet. Feet connected to a hard wooden floor. A floor unstable. You undergo. A gentle rocking.
0: The shifting of a passenger of a boat. A boat that was not real. But is now. And the plane around you. Of deepest darkest blue react to the boat that sails to
2: Ahead of you, the fog
0: begins to clear. You're able to make out a large shape in the distance, growing larger.
2: It begins to manifest. Rock, tree, sand, forest you begin to see before you an island you hear a noise a soft bump
0: you aren't familiar with a foreign sound hollow It comes from the side of the boat that you're sitting.
2: You hear it again. Boom. A sound like something is hitting the side of the boat. Am I able to look over the side of the boat? As
0: you do, you see the dark blue that surrounds you, doing its greatest imitation of water or what you, in your waking life, perceived water to be. And you see floating in this facsimile of water a degraded,
2: bloated corpse Of what appears to be a deer. Unmoving. Waterlogged.
0: Skeletal structure exposed in several places. Fur matted and molded
2: bumps up gently against the boat floating in am i still moving towards the island you've stopped moving do i have an oar or anything no, or it's as if the boat was moving on its own. Hmm. I will. Uh,
1: how large is, is it? Just like a standard, like a normal sized deer.
2: Uh, yeah, I would say
0: about four years old. Okay. It does have. Uh, it does have a rack. I'd say about an eight point. Uh, I think like an 8 point bug
2: Gotcha Um, so That will Kind of try to
1: Like Either Just like shift it slightly So that it starts to move Past the boat Like just kind of either direction Whichever way would be the quickest way to get It around the boat if it's moving And just kind of shift it
0: As you kind of like move it gently, um, you are astonished at how light it feels. Um, so much of its like internal organs and its structure has just sort of like degraded and been eaten away over time, it seems like. Uh, and as you're kind of moving it around to the back, um,
2: the head snaps up.
0: The deer lifts its head to meet your eyes, and you are met with empty sockets uh, save for refuse and blood tissue. Um, you are met with this decayed, horrid deer face, The uh, neck craned up as it looks at you and says,
2: Leave the boat Just get out, all right. Why not set we'll
1: just kind of go towards the front of the boat, and just step off,
0: okay just I'm out <laughs> it's. Just... Just before you step off of the boat fully, you look back.
2: And the deer says to you, You'll be okay. Tell. I said hi. Love you lots.
0: And then the head goes back down.
2: Did it just give him a,
3: a yearbook <laughs> autograph? <it like>
0: sinks. <laughs> <Hags>. And the <laughs> body sinks into the murky blackness. And as your foot touches the water, uh, make,
2: make, A perception check. Perception. 16.
0: So, everything that the deer said was clear and loud and audible to you as if it was being whispered inside your own head. But there was one word that was silent. Couldn't hear it.
2: If you can read my lips, you can infer from it. Yeah, no, I can't. So. In that case, I will send it to you. Cool. Never been a lip reader, either.
1: I can, but it's also, like, hard over like, video to be able to pick it up. Yeah,
3: I could not catch it, but... Yeah, it does not... Discord does not help.
0: (laughs) We got
2: the pods. Go back. Keep... Slow down.
0: Okay. As your foot touches the water,
2: you are
0: pulled in. As if a magnetic force uh, is just wrenching you down into the water. You never feel yourself go under. Instead, you feel a horrible, horrible pain. As you take in the longest and most important breath of your entire life. Your body seizes. Your hands grab the sides of the gurney that you are strapped to. You lurch forward. You hear the sound of a rib cracking as you take in this horrible, rattling breath. And your body reconnects with your soul, and you are flung back into existence. Yes. Your eyes are ripped open. You feel your jaw. Uh, almost oh. distend and disconnect from itself as you are horribly
2: unnervingly ripped back into the world of the living.
0: Your breaths are labored and as your vision comes back to you you are surrounded by faces looking in on you. Including one with a long beard. Stroking the beard as he says. Welcome back. Looks like you've got a long day ahead of you. And that is where we will end tonight's session.
4: All right,
1: man. It only took half (laughs) the campaign so far. However, (laughs) I'm back.
4: (laughs) I have
3: no faith. That there was, I have zero faith that there is any sort of time skip happening there. <laughs> there's no like, I feel there's no faith to me that there is any type of like time shifting or like this is what happens later. But when we come back, it'll be while wow, that's happening type thing. What happened to you was have probably I, to me. My guess is that's what happened. While we were in that entire discussion,
0: <laughs> let me uh, we'll definitely find out next week. So, let me just say real quick thank you to everybody for watching, thank you to you all for playing. Uh, we will see you next time to figure out if that is in fact the case. Uh, be safe and remember, uh, stay away from the red. All right, have a good night, everyone.
4: See ya. Okay. <laughs>